Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I'm Eric Ozempa. And I'm Brady Stuffel. You got the music going there, Eric? Because I can't hear it. I do. I do have the music going. Okay. Well, uh, see kinda, if it shows up. Kind of a little otherwise, low. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll be a cold open for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going okay. So. Okay. Well, hopefully, it yeah. shows up the recording. Yeah. So, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty been? good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, it's, it's a snowy weekend, snowy Sunday. So we've been, you know, laying low. Um, managed to change out of my sweatpants, which is a big thing uh, on Sunday. But that was about uh, as exciting as Sunday got. Aside from all the howling. You heard all the howling? Yeah, I've heard all the howling lately. It's pretty cool. So it's yeah. a Colorado. It seems like it's a Colorado thing is what, I, what I'm told. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're doing, we're doing, <laughs> doing howling. Um, there's been threads showing up about the howling on the internet too. And they've all been like, Oh, I, I silly people are, are thanking the healthcare workers. And yeah, then that turns into the whole political bait and whatever. And, and it's like, I think actually it's just people sort of looking for a way to blow off steam, uh, a way to like do something together, just a, a method of solidarity out there in the world. And so, yeah. uh, I think it's kind of funny, but then, you know, the odd person comes on and grouses that their toddler goes to bed at seven thirty and, uh, it's the end of the world, the end of days. Apparently so. That is the end of the days, huh? So, um, I don't, I close the windows, you know, if it's going to be <laughs> that big of a deal because it's not that loud. <laughs> um, I think it's fun. I think it's wild. I talked to my grandma and my mom yesterday, um, for Easter and they were both like, what is going on out there? What, what are people, the howling, you know, like, and then pro- pronouncing the W like, howling there that's wow. what's going on out there wow. uh so yeah so that's you know that's uh that's are they doing any, are they doing anything in minnesota or anything that you know of or no we talked about the weather for 45 minutes oh, okay so that's what they do they talk about the weather they don't clap or howl no. or they're just going to talk about no the they're they're modest people we talked about the weather <laughs> what's going on you give me so much grief on like i want to talk about the weather here and you're like why what is this news on the sevens <laughs> weather on the sevens it's the rural, far- rural farm report is what it is. Ah, soy and corn are down two eights to two tenths of 4%. <laughs> no, it's whatever. actually, I can talk about the weather because I want to grouse. So I had Do to you? cover all my plants on Saturday uh-huh. afternoon and um, some of the lilacs and other things that want to bloom and some things that are already blooming. I mean, my apricot tree, there's no way we'll have apricots this year, but mm-hmm. it's a pretty rarity anyway in this type of climate to get apricots. But it, uh, it, it sealed its fate actually on uh, Sunday. Gosh, that just came ripping through a lot more snow than I thought we were going to have and surprised the heck out of me. And now I'm just kind of waiting to get through it. Hopefully we'll get back to 60 degrees here pretty soon. And here I wasn't even going to mention the weather because you give me such a hard time every time I bring it up. I do every time. People yeah. can't drive. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Some cheery news from town. Um, uh, a guy in town, uh, Floyd Adler, uh, happy birthday, Floyd, celebrated his 100th birthday on Saturday, April 11th. And because you can't have any parties, they did a drive-by parade party for this guy. Oh, that's cool. Uh, that's pretty Drive cool. by in the non-like hood sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tech nines. Ran a tad, old man. Good luck with 101. <laughs> yeah. No, it was nothing like that. It was uh, awesome. Yeah, everybody drove by. They put signs in the windows. They had their fancy cars out, and he sat out in the lawn with balloons and stuff, and they uh, they uh, they wished him a happy birthday, which is pretty cool. So It is really cool. It's It's amazing, like, some things have adjusted. And yeah. like, you know, you're seeing more things online and more Zoom calls and other things. We'll get into that in the events. And it just really kind of blows my mind what's going right. on. I, they've so. got pictures of this guy online. And I got to say, he looks uh, 
Very, very pleased. I was going to use a euphemism that's not too clean for the air, but <laughs> uh, he looks he looks chuffed to bits, as they'd say in Britain. He looks real happy. So really, wow. On them. Yeah, for for figuring that out, something to do for him. That is that is pretty amazing. So I yeah I I uh, I think that's pretty cool. Hundred years for a guy years. that's really rare too. Yeah. No, I mean the ladies sometimes get there, but most of the most of the guys wear out a little faster. Batteries a little. Yeah, I guess more, so. To, I, I'm not sure where I'm going with that comparison, but there you go. <laughs> uh, looks like we got Nels connecting, but while, while we're waiting, um, yeah. also got, uh, since the, the stay inside order was extended, I, I think nobody's surprised. Um, I think my mother's surprised. Really? Yeah, my mother's surprised. I, so. talked, to, I talked to my grandma, who's like 86, yeah. and she was like, oh, this is going to be going on forever. She was so like... I, you're very present about this. I kind of expected just, you know, the, the average person's take. And I'm always like, ah, I'm super present. And she was like, no, I think it'll take a long time. You know, it's, it's going to be this way for a while and we'll all just have to adjust and you tighten your belt and you make do and da-da-da. And it's just like, wow. Uh, wow, that is cool. Yeah, huh? just a very, I thought she had a very current. Pragmatic, yeah, very pragmatic yeah. T- take on it. My mother thinks everything's going to be open next week, so. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't no, think I don't that's going to happen. So. No. So, looks yeah. like we are joined here by Nels, though, from Dryland Distillery. Yeah, Nels, is it uh, Roe? Is that how you pronounce your last name? Sorry. Yeah, hello, gentlemen. How are you? Pretty Great. good. How are you doing? Good. This is my uh, co-host, Brady Steffel. I don't know if you know Brady, but I know we've met a few times, um, Nels, and so I don't I don't know if you've ever had the pleasure to meet Brady. So I don't think we ever have. Yeah, hi, Brady. <laughs> nice, nice to meet you virtually. It's, uh, you know, uh, elbow, elbow bump through the screen here. <laughs> It's the only way you meet anybody these days. Is That's right. Yeah. And Nels, you are the, are, is it owner, co-owner of Dryland Distilleries? I'll, I'll, or Dryland Distillers, sorry. I'll let you kind of correct me on that one as well. So go ahead. <laughs> no, no problem. Yeah. So uh, I'm one of the founders, one of the owners. There's, there's three of us. Um, I, I'm kind of the weak link in the chain, I swear, most of the time. But uh, <laughs> we've got um, – Mark Stats and Aaron Main, um, they're also two co-owners and, uh, of course, the, uh, all of our kids and the crews that we have working in there as well. You know, we're, we're learning, we're, we're teaching our, our middle schoolers and high schoolers how to make alcohol, which always sounds a little bit weird. Yeah, that just, <laughs> that's pretty cool. And our, and our kids, don't forget this, this, this stuff is crucial. It's called denaturing. <laughs> right. Do not, exactly. do not drink it. <laughs> So now tell us, tell us a little bit about Dryland. It's been around for more than at least more than a year, and uh, you can just yeah. give us kind of the history background and and maybe where you fit in. You said you're kind of the 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 third wheel. I wouldn't say that probably, but <laughs> what your role in is is at the distillery that would be cool too. So sure, yeah. So we have been around a little bit more than well, technically we've been distilling for a little bit more than two years. Uh, we've been uh, had a tasting room open for about a year and a half now. Um, uh, again, let, not assume, not counting the pause button we're on right now. Um, yeah. So we we started the distillery. Uh, Aaron and I started it uh, in 2017. Did the build out into and officially opened the doors in 2018. And our goal with the distillery is very much to really celebrate, you know, the West, celebrate Colorado and the West and the 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 people and places that we love and felt that there is a really big opportunity to uh, bring in uh, ingredients and create some spirits that are true representations of Colorado, 
So we do a lot of work. We do uh, sometimes hard yards to make sure that the spirits we produce um, you are, are using both native ingredients, uh, native grains, or ingredients that are very appropriate for Colorado. And we've done a number of firsts uh, along that line, including creating a spirit that is an original spirit that's never been done before uh, from prickly pear cactus that's similar to a mezcal. So we're even looking at using ingredients that are commonly overlooked. Yeah, and that, that, that mezcal type alcohol, I have to say, is delightful. I love that. Thank um, you. It's fantastic. I'm a huge fan of mezcal, and, and it has a real nice smoky quality that you have with that um, distilled spirit. It's fantastic. So thank you very much for producing that. And so you're not you're not doing a lot of sugar cane in this area, not creating a lot of rum. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Although fun, we do have a rum, which is made from raw sugar cane, and that's the wild card. We we felt like we wanted to do a holiday spirit, and given that. Rum is uh, not a Colorado uh, native by any stretch of the imagination. We decided, though, to, to actually use raw sugar cane from a couple of small growers to do our rum. So it's been yeah, awesome. that's really cool. And so you've gotten some rewards too, as well. So we have. Um, we we made the mistake, I think, of uh, our first uh, competition out the gate was what we now know is one of the largest, toughest competitions in the world, the uh, London International Spirits Competition. We submitted our cactus spirit, which is the mezcal style spirit, to that competition, uh, only to find out afterwards from uh, peers in the industry that we were crazy to submit to a, one of that scale. But we walked away with a bronze in in the largest category. It's the other spirits category. They just didn't know how to categorize us. And so walking away with a bronze, so basically 170 medals were awarded in the other category out of almost 3,000 entries. So we were pretty happy with that outcome, given it was our first foray into you know the the international uh, competition scene. That actually, congratulations! That's fantastic. I think that I saw that bronze medal there the last time I was at the tasting room. So that's pretty cool, or yeah. the certificate or whatever it was. I don't know if I saw the actual medal. I'm sure you, or whatever it is, whatever the award would be. But yeah, it's really cool. So that's yeah, that's us. And right now we're just trying to figure out uh, on a daily basis. What the heck do we do today and tomorrow and the next day? Um, yeah, we, I mean, we'd love to hear a bit more about that too. Like, what what's going on? Since you're local, we, we want to hear from different people around town. What's what's it like now for you yeah. guys? How are you weathering? What's what's your forecast? What do you you know anything? Yeah, it's we're it, we really do. We're taking it day by day, and it, this is a period of time where speed is everything. Um, we're not shooting for perfection on anything we do um, at this point. We're shooting for, let's try what we think will work. Um, and uh, our, our, we're 100% focused right now on, on keeping our employees um, out of unemployment, which we've been successful so far, um, and keeping our production going as well. So we're right downtown. Uh, it, is the, it is quite eerie almost to be downtown mm -hmm. where it's, it's just dead quiet. It's, 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 it's not Longmont as we know it. And particularly downtown Longmont, so that's hard to get used to. Uh, but we, you know, we keep an eye on, you know, businesses downtown. Um, since we're down now in the production area, um, we're we're pretty much down there every day. Um, there's we can only have two of us in the distillery at any one time. But we've been doing some other creative things to you know, basically keep us afloat um, for you know the foreseeable future. Uh, everything from you know really ramping up our uh, what we call barrel share programs. Uh, we've, we've done one where it's an advanced purchase on, on shares of a barrel. Uh, we had been wanting to do 
and had a lot of people requesting that we actually uh, put a one year or longer uh, barrel of our uh, cactus aside. And uh, so this gave us a, actually a nice opportunity to do that. And so that we have released shares in that barrel, which helps to bring in some revenue in the short term. And uh, we are also doing both cocktail mixers. And as of last week, the state did give us the green light to uh, sell uh, prepackaged cocktails to go. Most restaurants have been doing it for about three weeks now. Nice, nice. Yeah, we weren't able to do that until last week. So we put uh, the we put the pressure on uh, to the, the state to at least give us that relaxation as well. Put the thumb screws right there on Jared's uh, fingers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we, threatened, we threatened to cut off the supply. <laughs> yeah. So good. tell us, Nels, tell us a little bit about the Distilling Dames drop-in meeting. You were talking about a little bit about this just now, and I just saw this on your website, and it, it sounds like you I, – I don't know if that's kind of what you were alluding to, if this is something different, but – it's this idea of like dropping into a meeting without membership, $15 per drop in. I don't know if it's a zoom meeting or maybe it's not going on right now. I don't know, but I just sure. to ask. Yeah. Yeah. No, the distilling dames is a fantastic group. Um, Kelly Dressman, she's our uh, alchemist and mixologist. She does all of our uh, recipes and, and bitters behind, you know, behind the scenes. And she is leading a group of, of women that are interested in cocktails and distilling and fermentation science. And it's a, the super engaged group and it's fairly it's a fairly new group you know you've got um a couple of organizations uh in the beer world for women um not that many in the distilling world and it's historically it's been a you know once a month meet at the distillery uh and this is the first month we did a virtual meeting and it was it, they did it via zoom kelly let it via zoom and it was fantastic uh, we uh, put together in advance some custom co cocktails of kelly uh, working with um, our other mixologist, Glenn, they developed a couple of recipes, um, very appropriate for the time, uh, a, a painkiller and um, <laughs> penicillin, I think, something like that. Uh, and they, uh, we, we basically packaged those up for the dames to come by in advance of the meeting. Everybody came by, got the, either the cocktails or the mixers, and then they all um, basically convened on Zoom for the first virtual dames meeting. We'll probably have the next one. The May meeting is likely to be virtual as well, based yeah. off the way I think this is going. Um, great turnout though. Uh, the thing that's so fun about that group is they're extremely engaged and ex extremely um, sharp about, and basically wanting to know about everything from cocktail design, cocktail theory, distilling. So um, it's, a, it's a great way of, you know, right now in particular, it's not a great way just to, to group, regroup with, with friends and uh, acquaintances remotely, but it's a great way to, to learn some new skills at the same time. And Kelly does a great job about teaching during those sessions. That's very cool. So, and then um, you said people can come by and get cocktails to go to as well. Are you offering those at, uh, I think it was Wednesday through Saturday or something is when the tasting room would likely be open? Is, is that kind of the same schedule? And if so, how do our listeners get get a hold of that product yeah no it's great it's so it is wednesday through saturday uh our hours are 11 to 5 30 at the alley entrance which is which is kind of cool you get to go to the alley we'll pass you alcohol through the alley door you have to have a secret <laughs> knock too you know <laughs> uh, and we, ordering is online so we are doing weekly specials uh we're uh we'll be rolling out the weekly specials tomorrow uh we're doing a for example this week we'll be doing 
um, both a quarantine date night. We're partnering with uh, another fantastic local um, business, uh, Robin Chocolates. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. so Robin Arturo, she's um, creating uh, packs of uh, uh, six packs of, of truffles uh, for this. <laughs> so we'll be doing that. And then fresh sunflowers from Longmont Florist, um, just to have mm -hmm. a fun kind of a uh, a date night on quarantine special. So flowers, chocolates, and, and uh, cocktails, hard to go wrong with that. That's really, that's cool. that's really cool. Yeah, and then we're also doing, um, if you have kids, we'll be doing a, a quarantine family night kit, which will include both uh, adult cocktails, but also mocktails and for the kids and fresh baked cookies that we're making. That we're oh, it's fun. Yeah, so just something a little bit different. And everybody gets, you can come by the alley entrance, everything's online, so remote. And we do uh, have a lot of, well, not a lot, we do have high proof alcohol that we use for sanitizing. So everything everything that we do is, it goes out the door sanitized. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And then I also heard, I mean, we, we had spoken about a couple weeks ago where you were looking at doing, maybe it was just a week ago, it seems like it was forever, <laughs> but you're doing some hand sanitizer distillery for some of the, um, medical facilities in town is that still going on and and am I in, am I correct about that program yeah we both well actually the three most local distillers uh, Long Tucky um, Spirit Hound and a uh, dry land uh, we're all creating as to the extent we can that is we're creating hand sanitizer um, it's not as easy as you might think to produce it requires alcohol that is very very high proof um, the FDA does require it to be uh, denatured as well. Uh, uh, Spirit Hand has done a, a phenomenal job. They've actually put they've they've got quite a bit of uh, high proof alcohol they've produced for um, uh, hand sanitizer. We've done some, and Long Tucky has done a great job with this as well. The challenge we're running into right now is that we can only produce so much alcohol um, at that certain high proof. Uh, and so we've been looking around for bringing in high-proof alcohol, high-proof ethanol. It's just not available. Right yeah, um, yeah. We can't even buy it. And then the other challenge, we had uh, one of our founders works for a, a – uh, his day job is working for a, a biotech lab, a small lab. We were able to get glycerol, which is one of the, the ingredients we need, from them. They donated it, but they're out. So we're kind of at a point where we're, we're, we're trying to find enough in the supply chain to produce more. We've been giving it to – um, the city of Longmont first responders and the city of West, Westminster first responders. That's fantastic. That's really cool. What a great creative way to, uh, to think of, of helping out too. I think that's pretty neat. So we really, yeah, well, and for all the li listeners, I you know, strongly encourage, you know, if you do get out, which I'm not, in, so I'm not encouraging you to get out and about, but if you're out and about, um, long Tucky and spirit hound are also phenomenal, um, community members and they have been, doing a great job of the same thing of, of supporting first responders through the work that they do. So, yeah. Um, you know, if so, you're going to go out and buy alcohol, buy local. <laughs> <laughs> so Nels, I have to ask you, so if somebody wants to pick up like the cocktail or the date night package or whatever it is, do they call ahead and then they schedule it and then you come by or do you just pop by and say, Hey, um, I'm here to pick up something or is it, here is for it a, really a, require a people six to pack of your, your finest booze, please. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Well, we do, it is required that everybody orders it online. So okay. we just have an online store, uh, order it online, and that helps us make sure that we have um, good age verification processes as these cocktails go out the door. And because it's a fairly um, temporary measure that the state passed, uh, we have to make sure that everything's labeled and, and, and tracked. 
So just order it online. Um, so we, the, 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 it's very, very simple. Um, and although we did have to roll out a, an online store literally overnight. So um, it, we're, 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 we're brushing up on all of our skills, including de designing an online store. <laughs> yeah, so. actually, I was really impressed with your, your online presence because it's very, very simple but effective. So it's not, it wasn't daunting at all to find out information about you. So it was really great. And Good. also some of the offerings that you're doing, like you said, the share and the, and the barrel for 2021, and then also the pay it forward cocktail coupon. All, yep. all stuff was very clear and easy to understand and, and uh, right there on the website. So what is your website? Might as well get your free promotion here. <laughs> sure. It's uh, drylanddistillers.com, uh, as, you, as you'd expect. And uh, we were also on Facebook and Instagram, and we're fairly active on Instagram. Um, you'll notice that uh, none of the founders' faces are on Instagram. They, yeah. Good, good reason. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tell me, like, when this is all done, like, if you, you're envisioning, like, when we're out of quarantine and life is somewhat returned back to normal, like, what are, can you disclose kind of like some things you're envisioning for the distillery? Or are there, are there ways, uh, areas you want to go in or like enlarging it or big, making it bigger or I'm just curious or we're just curious, I should say. Yeah, no, it's a great question. We, we were definitely on a growth track uh, and we still will be on a growth track. Uh, we're, it'll be delayed, I think probably six months, uh, yeah. but we're, our biggest challenge so far has been, we can't make enough we have, we have more demand than we do products. So our plans have been uh, expansion plans, and we do expect to continue with those expansion plans. Probably instead of starting them this fall, we'll probably start them next spring. Uh, so we'll have um, more capacity. We want, we want to be able to increase our capacity by a factor of five uh, over the wow. next 20, 24 months. Wow. Um, with whenever you're doing aged spirits, um, like we are, and like Long Tucky does, and Spirit Hound, you know, two years is actually a fairly tight time frame to plan because you know once you start producing you've got another year year and a half to two years in the barrel before things come online so yeah but we, we do expect to to our biggest focus is expanding the production and with that um, we were really moving forward well with moving into our spirits into uh, uh, restaurants and uh, retail around the, the front range that got put on hold particularly on the restaurant side uh, but many of our restaurant partners are are still quite excited when when they when we get back to a bit of normal when they reopen their doors. We do expect to to be featured in some some of the great restaurants around here. In fact, um, some of them right here in, in Longmont. So yeah. that's our next big goal is is production increases as well as getting it uh, available through our retail and restaurant partners. That's awesome. That's it. Sounds uh, what a great problem to have that you're your demand was outstripping your supply. So that's kind of a good problem sure. to have. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it, COVID throws a wrench into the works for sure, but we'll, we'll get through it. And, um, we may, I mean, it may not get through it gracefully, but we're going to get through it. <laughs> Just getting through it is what everybody, yeah, where we're exactly. all at. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, any final thoughts, Nels, about anything we haven't asked you or, uh, anything you want people to know? Well, nothing about the distillery per se, but I do want to just extend thanks to the entire Longmont community. I mean, the people have been hugely supportive of us so far, um, been very supportive of our staff. Uh, we've been, you know, doubling down on being creative, you know, to basically make sure our staff are, are, are paid and, and safe and healthy. Um, so 
I would just say to everybody out there, whenever you do need to go out and buy products and go to the grocery store, you know, buy local. I mean, it's, it's, it's basically you, the consumers here in this community that are going to save these small businesses. So yeah, um, we appreciate it. And hopefully we'll at least see you through the, through the alley entrance as we hand you a bottle wrapped in, <laughs> in a paper, paper bag or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Hey, thanks so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And, uh, good luck with everything and you're doing great work. So thank well, you so much. Thanks guys. Everybody be safe and, and thank you. Take care. All right. Take care. See you. All right. A little bit of that. Well, yeah, you always you always say thanks to to Nels. I'll say thanks to Nels. That was a lot of fun. I, when he was talking about doing the speakeasy stuff, it reminded me a little bit of uh, in New Ulm, this little town of thirteen thousand people. There's a there's a bar called the Ritz, and it's definitely got that speakeasy vibe. There's yeah. a light that goes on outside, but there's no sign at all. So a blue light goes on. If the lights on, the bar's open. And then you sort of go through this little winding basement path into a bar. And it's a really cool hipstery bar and has no place in like this little tiny corn town. Uh, made me think of that. I, I, I thought it was really cool. That's really cool. You know, yeah. it's kind of funny. I, I kind of wonder, well, two things. So like I was, I, yeah, I went to a speakeasy once in Atlanta where you had to go in a phone booth, an old phone booth. Cool. And you had to call this number and then somebody let you in once you gave them the code. It was really weird. That's awesome. Um, but the other thing I was wondering, I didn't ask him this, but I'd be curious to get what your take is. Do you think that because we've laxed the alcohol regulations that anything will come out of that? Or do you think it'll just kind of go back to what it was and- I- I got to say, I like the date night combo he's got going on. Cause I don't like, I'm not a super big, I need to go out and do stuff all the time kind of guy, but Kelsey and I will sit on the deck and have a few drinks and whatever on Friday nights when it's nice out or put the record player on and, you know, like spend time. And like, it's kind of fun to have somebody's got this, like this pre mixed idea of what it could be. So you can have a little experience in your home. It's a take and go. I like that. I, I kind of hope that there is that in the future that you can, could have more of that because i like it i would agree in some of the cities i've been well new orleans or others where you can actually wander around with a with a beverage it's kind of cool i wouldn't you know i i think that probably the uh the police in longmont and the state of colorado probably object to that what i just said but but there's something kind of neat and endearing about walking around like if you could walk around downtown during like some sort of festival or something like that and have a have a beverage without kind of being in a rope a rope line or a stanchioned right. off area that would be right. cool but eh, it is what it is it is what it the, is yeah should we do the buzz uh yeah i mean, we can tackle a couple mention? more yeah. things um I, how long yeah. we're running here today but we can knock out a couple of things but when you say <laughs> what he was saying making uh low-grade uh stuff that's not hand sanitizer yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i was just thinking of like some asian boozy drink that you'd wind up because you ever had like the aloe drinks yes you know like it's just like aloe pump and like and gel and i can just imagine like vodka and aloe like <laughs> you don't end up with that because he had to denature like, we have to denature it yeah exactly because somebody would drink it and it would yes, be like would. that only you know a hundred times worse well it's why they put like that's why they put like ethanol in rubbing alcohol because people were drinking it all the time yeah yeah and yeah so it causes you to i mean it's essentially we were trying to poison people so they wouldn't drink it. But unfortunately a lot of people drank it in the twenties and died. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. It's yeah. uh wild times. So it is. It is. Let's get the, let's keep the legal things legal. Let people have their take and go. So they get to <laughs> drive fast. 
Uh, yeah, we can, let's do a couple of things um, and just, you know, give, give the people what they want, that info about Longmont, that sweet intel about what's happening. Uh, what did we actually talk about? So we didn't talk about um, the city has started, um, they're, they're planning to do more railroad crossings, right? Because I've got this one listed on the city's website now at the, at the crossing of First and Emory, which is behind the new uh, Main Street Station apartments, uh, close to 300 sons. Shout out to Sierra my brother's wife who said the thing that I say probably the most on this is 300 sons. My you do, you say 300 sons and you say celiac disease. Celiac disease. Everybody yeah. needs to know why I, like, I can't That's eat right. that. Like, yeah. pretentious <laughs> jerk. like it's medical reasons. So apparently they're going to take out uh, what's there, which is now just called a cross buck. It's the little white sign. Okay. The, the crossing thing. Yeah. And yeah. they're going to put in a nicer crossing with a line where you have to stop and that type of stuff. Quiet crossing probably where it won't be all, they won't have to blare the horn. Hopefully. I didn't see anything about quiet crossing. I hope that that's what they're putting in there. I yeah, looked I and I was so. looking for arms yeah. and, because it's, I mean, it is right across from the bar. It's by the apartments. It's by downtown. And when they're blaring that thing, man. That's well, a, not to tease this, but you know, I told you, Phil, Phil Greenwald from the city's on deck and you guys I think we're. I think I'll probably just come back. I'll have a cocktail. Come back after two hours. After you. Yeah, guys you get smoke. a you get a drink and you just sit there yeah. and I'll, I'll just watch sit you. You guys geek out about cross crossings and bicycling and you know all these <laughs> other stuff, things. So there's stuff that I love that people are like. What is wrong with you? There's a, there's a lecture series <laughs> called like the evolution of human language, and it's yeah. just like how we got to English and other languages through this path of Proto Indo European language, and it's like just just how the whole yeah, and I can see you because radio is not a good visual medium. Eric was nodding off in his chair. I, was like, I loved it. I was like, I think I'm going to go back and listen to it again. It was like a 10 hour lecture series. It was so exciting. And I was like, what? And I'm like, you have to listen to it. It's the most interesting thing that I've ever done. And I feel the same way about like traffic patterns. They're just a total snooze fest for most things, for most people. And I'm like, no, 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 no. But like, this will go here, and then you'll be able to go through there, and then they'll have a bike path. A bike path through there. Here's the CV 10 minutes. And nobody cares. Um, so me and Phil talk. You can go get a canned cocktail and uh, whatever. We'll talk about these other things that hopefully some other people can. Yeah, and actually a couple of other things I want to shout out, just the creativity here in town. So um, the Long Longmont Yarn Shop is doing a Zoom call. So they're doing a uh, pick your project and get some help via Zoom. So you can just kind of zoom in and – They'll provide some assistance with your yarn project. I think it's really cool. pretty cool. That's fun. Um, Gray Havens group, they do philosophy and mm -hmm. critical thinking talks and that sort of thing. So they're actually Gray having... that's a that's a Tolkien reference for anybody who doesn't know. <laughs> Not a Tolkien token reference, but a Tolkien. No, to yeah, yeah, the Gray yeah. Havens is where the elves go at the uh, and then oh god, this is so nerdy. Talking about oh, no, come, come, keep going. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at the end, when uh, when when <laughs> when Bilbo and Frodo they get on the boat, I think I think they go to the Grey Havens, or that is the Grey Havens. Yeah, it's 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 way at the end of the book. So anyway, they're doing a COVID nineteen and philosophy online discussion series, and they're starting. They started the April thirteenth. Actually, it's today, um, thirteen six to seven thirty p.m. And then they mm -hmm. do one on twentieth, twenty seventh, and then you can go to the Grey Havens group, and I'll have this on the the show notes. It's an online discussion in Zoom. So that's pretty cool that people, again, people are just being really creative in the space. So I like that. Yeah. And additionally, um, the Longmont Live or the, yeah, the Longmont uh, Museum's got a virtual yeah. tour of the whole place now, which is yeah. pretty cool. Um, it is really cool. So there's, there's stuff to do. Um, you got to look for it. You got to put a bit more effort in, I think, than, than usual. Um, 
And then um, let's see a couple of other things too. Uh, Tangerine, uh, the restaurant downtown mm -hmm. says that their anticipated opening date is May 1st. I don't know if that's ambitious. It seems like it might be ambitious, but um, I think they're just throwing that out there for now. Um, want to remind everybody that Ziggy's drive-thrus are open. The main street location, the Francis street locations are closed, but the drive-thrus are open. Um, and then Wibby is Wibby Brewing, since we're on the, the alcohol tangent here. Uh, next day delivery for free for $25 and over, for, sorry, orders $25 and over get free delivery. And then a place I'd never heard of before, actually I've probably been there by several times, but I've never actually stopped in called Twisted Root. Um, they're a frozen uh -huh. yogurt place. Uh -huh. And 2 to 8 p.m. they'll actually... They have some yogurt available over there by Ace Hardware outside of that area on cool. 17th. A lot of gluten-free options. If Fantastic. you're in the mood for a lot of frozen yogurt right now, you know, when it's 20 degrees outside, but hey, that's pretty cool. It'll, we'll get back up to them nice temps. I didn't have any ice cream uh, when it was up in the 70s, and it was, I was tragic. Okay. Now, did you, did you mention the 143-unit apartments on Nelson and 75th? No, I don't think I did. Uh, we can save it for next year. You want to dive in there? You keep going? Yeah, you can keep going for a couple minutes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's going to be a 143 unit apartment complex on Nelson, close to where Nelson intersects 75th. 75th is the road that goes north and south that goes through hygiene, if you're curious. And then Nelson, obviously, that's, that's that'd be close to where Seagate is. It's a little bit closer to the mountains than where that it's at. So they're, they have a plan up, and it looks like they're going to build 143 units out there. Um, and that, I think, is right on the edge of the city limits if i've got my board yeah so if you go west yeah it's pretty close to the city limits or where the city can develop yeah yeah yep. so that's that's out there and they're also doing another project um that doesn't have as much information listed on the the development site but they're going to build um another uh apartment complex out there too and it's got a different developer um but it doesn't give a unit size or anything but that would be right on the corner of um nelson and 75th and those are both on the south side to so be across the street from uh, Seagate. So more units going in. They keep on chugging along with the with progress. So um, yeah, I know more it's, and more and more. It's amazing. The the home building is still going on strong. That's for sure. And then one final thing I have for events or something that people should know is Growing Gardens still has plots available. And I know that gardening is a kind of becoming a, a big thing for people right now, not only because of the, the season of the year, but also just because of COVID-19. A lot of mm -hmm. people are thinking, hey, I want to find a plot or something like that or grow some vegetables and fruits in my backyard. And so they do have plots still available. So I'd encourage people to contact Growing Gardens if they want to get a plot. Absolutely. That's a good thing to do. Yeah. Get out of the house. Go be social. If nothing else, go howl at the moon. All right. Should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. Anything else? Yeah. You got anything else? You want to talk anymore? I did look up with <laughs> the Grey Havens. The Grey Havens are the place where they go at the end of the last book in the movie where they all meet up and then they get on the boats. It's not where they wind up. It's oh, they, dear they, Lord. They go okay. and they get on the boats. I had to look it up to be clear because there might be some Tolkien nerd out there like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Um, that's the kind of thing that would draw angry letters. You know, there is going to be some token letter, uh, token letter. There's going to be some token person who's going to be really upset about that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a very interesting uh, reference that you bring up. And uh, I don't know if a lot of people will know that, but obviously that's you do know that. Yep, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Let's, 
Uh, so anyway, our, we want to thank uh, Nels Rowe for uh, being with us from Dryland Distillers. Um, they're located at 471 Main Street for anybody who is interested. And also want to thank um, Andy Epler, of course, for our intro music. And also want to thank uh, Jessica Carson for giving us On Your Own Way for our music of this week. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you download your podcasts. Also, you can always reach out to us at info at sidedishlongmont.org. That's right. And go on and leave uh, leave an angry comment on our review or, you know, maybe a nice one. It all helps. Drown me.